0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Max Sports. Today, we're going to be doing the week 16 picks, starting with Thursday night football between the Rams and Saints and going all the way to Monday night football at the end of this week. Let's get the episode started. All right, let's get the picks for this week started. Last week, I only got five games wrong. Let's see if I can do better this week. We'll start off with Thursday Night Football between the Rams and the Saints. Going into this one, I believe that this is an elimination game. What does that mean, and why do I think that? It's an elimination game because both of these teams currently, one, are in the NFC, but two, are in the NFC playoff hunt. The Rams, as of right now, have a wild card spot. They are in. The Saints at 7-7 are right on the outside looking in, not only for that, but the division. And they have a really good chance with a win to secure a playoff spot, or at least make it a lot easier for them. The Rams, while they are a 500 team right now, they, the best way I could word it is they look so much better now that they are healthy. The team battle injuries throughout the middle part of the season. Cooper Cup missed some time. Kyron Williams missed some time. And I think that really put the offense in a funk and it costed them some games in the middle of the year. However, as of right now, Cup is back. Puka Nakua is still on fire. Kyron Williams is there. And Matthew Stafford has been able to stay healthy this year, something that they desperately needed last year. I think all of that mixed with the defense still led by one of the best defensive players in the NFL in Aaron Donald is definitely enough to get this win and potentially get a playoff spot. I am going to pick the Rams to win this one because I trust the coaching. I trust the offense more and I trust the defense more than I do with the Saints. Moving on to our next game, we got the Cincinnati Bengals and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh both are going to be playing backup quarterbacks in this one due to injuries. Of course, I I mean, this is like if you had a bingo card for AFC quarterbacks injured, you probably won every single prize so far this year. Um, Jake Browning is going to be leading the Bengals again under center while the Steelers are making a quarterback change, going to Mason Rudolph, the third string quarterback. Kenny Pickett's obviously injured. Mitch Trubisky played terrible against the Colts. So now it's Mason Rudolph time again. The Steelers are absolutely free falling. And yes, there may be some power that Mike Tomlin can BS this team to a winning season. Again, if that is the case, they either need to tie the Bengals or they need to beat the Bengals. This is a no excuse uh, uh, loss here. They have to win it if they want to keep the winning streak alive. I don't think it's going to happen I'm going to be taking the Bengals in this one. Despite the road, uh, being on the road, I think they've been playing better football. Moving on to our next game, we got the Bills and the Chadges. I'm taking Buffalo in this one. I'll keep it as as easy as that. Uh, It's it's an interim coach for the Chargers. They look like they're free-falling. If you didn't watch the Raider game against them, I mean, it looked like a team gave up. It really did on all fronts, on the defensive side, on the offensive side. Justin Herbert's still out. Buffalo has the most momentum out of every team in the NFL right now. If they lost this game, it would it would crash land and everything would burn. I don't think that that's going to happen. I think the Bills are going to come in and absolutely stomp the life out of the Chargers. Moving on to our next game, we got the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons kind of are like some of the AFC teams where they don't have the quarterback uh, that they're looking to play. However, that quarterback that they'd like to play is probably not on their team this year. It's not an injury problem. Desmond Ritter has gotten benched again now after his poor performance against the Seahawks. If you think that that's unfair at all, just look at Desmond Ritter's back-breaking interception he threw in that game, and you will understand he does not play like an NFL quarterback. Meanwhile, the AFC uh, Colts, they are playing just like every other AFC team without a starting quarterback. Gardner Minshew, though, may have secured himself a deal with some team next year, whether he's a fringe starter or a long-term backup with the Colts. He has solidified his spot in the NFL, especially how he's playing this year. He's not wowing people with the stat sheet, but you know what? He's playing clean football. He's playing solid enough to get this team potentially to a playoff spot. At 8-6, if the Colts win this game on the road against Atlanta, they might sneak into the postseason with a wildcard spot. Heck, they might actually win the division over the Jacksonville Jaguars, who again are free-falling. As for Atlanta, at 6-8, your playoff hopes are pretty much dead. You can win out, but I don't know if that would guarantee you a playoff spot anymore. This is always a weird one. When you think Atlanta's gonna lose, they they somehow win. When you think Atlanta's gonna win. They somehow lose. I'm going to go with the Colts here, which means congratulations on getting to seven and eight Atlanta. Moving on to our next game. we got the Seattle Seahawks and the Titans. The Titans come into this game. They've been eliminated from the playoffs and Will Levis left the last game with an ankle injury. He should not be playing. So I believe that is going to be the Malik Willis show or the Ryan Tannehill show. Either way, I don't think that that's going to be enough for the Titans to beat Seattle. As for Seattle, you had your miracle win that saved your season last week. Now is the time that you need to keep that momentum up. A loss to Tennessee here would pretty much decimate your chances of a postseason run. I think Seattle will get it done. I like their talent on both sides of the ball more than Tennessee. And I at least like the consistency at quarterback. Uh, We don't know if it's going to be Drew Locke or Geno Smith yet. But I'd take either of them over the Titans. Moving on To the game of the week why is it the game of the week well i'll explain why this game is gonna be the game where my detroit lions go into the minnesota vikings we go into their house pillage everything burn it to the ground and leave with an nfc north championship banner yes for the first time in my life my lions are going to win the nfc north for the first time In my effin' life, we're going to do it. I know we can. Jared Goff came off his career-best game as a Detroit Lion against the Broncos last week. They go in and play a Minnesota Vikings team. It's a battle between a really good defense and a really good offense, in my opinion. The best chance that Minnesota has to beat the Lions is if they can blitz and not allow uh, Jared Goff to set up play action and get big chunk yardage. I think that the Lions, though whether it's the run game or the passing game, will be will do enough to get it done against the Vikings. And I do not trust Nick Mullins. He is the equivalent of everything is a coin toss. When he throws a ball, it's a coin toss whether it's going to be a touchdown or an interception. And I don't like gambling that much. I, I'm not I'm not good at it. I don't I shouldn't do it. So I definitely uh, would not recommend on betting on Nick Mullins. Give me the Lions and give me that NFC banner this weekend. Let's go. Moving on to our next one, we got the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 hosting the Washington Commanders. Now, this is actually a special game. You might not notice this, but I think this should actually be a primetime slot game. Why, you might ask? Both of these teams, one of them's 4-10, one's five and 5-9. Neither of them can even make it to the postseason anymore. We have a special type of matchup. We have Washington with the worst defense in all of football versus the jets with statistically the worst offense in football isn't that beautiful who's gonna win the worst offense or the worst defense i can't wait to see it in my opinion i think it is going to be the jets that win this game they say defense wins championships well now it's time for them to put that to the test Neither team is winning a championship, though, so maybe maybe it won't work. I don't know. I'm taking the Jets, though. That's, that's the main point here. I'm taking the Jets because I think the defense will force errors by the commanders, whether it's Sam Howell starting, who is pretty much copying Jameis Winston in his 30-for-30 30 30 season where he threw 30 interceptions and touchdowns. I think that the Jets will force mistakes, enough mistakes by the commanders in order to score either maybe like a pick six or a scoop and score or just set up the offense for at least some points. We'll see how it goes, but I am going to pick the Jets to win this game. Moving on to the next game, the Green Bay Packers at six and eight are going to be going in and taking on the Carolina Panthers at two and 11. Now, the Panthers, yes. They only have two wins, but they got one of those wins last week against the Falcons. And if they had a dollar for every win they've had this season, they'd have two dollars, which isn't a lot, but it's enough for a home ticket, I think, based on their prices last week. Um, As for Green Bay, their playoff hopes are hanging on by a thread. They desperately need to win this game if they are going to have any playoff talk going into next week. I think they will get it done against Carolina Just because the Falcons have the same record as the the Packers, I have a lot more respect for Green Bay, and I think they will come in and beat the Panthers. Moving on to our next game, we got the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans. This is kind of similar to that Rams and Saints game I was talking about earlier in the segment. This is going to be an elimination game. Why? Again, tiebreakers playoff positioning. As of right now, both of these teams, Cleveland, seems to be firmly in the playoffs, while Houston, they're kind of right on the fringe. Any loss, any win could determine their season. Both of these teams have won absolute miracle games at times throughout this season. However, I'm going to be taking the Cleveland Browns due to the stability of the quarterback spot right now. CJ Stroud, as of today, when I'm recording has still, I've still been hearing that he's going to be out for this game. So that means it's going to be case Keenum again. I just don't like it with this, with the injuries right now to Houston. Again, no tank Dell the rest of the year. He's been their best weapon. I just like this Houston team when they're healthy. If, if Stroud was playing, yeah, I'd be taking Houston at home. However, I'm going to go with Cleveland and Joe Flacco. Moving on to our next game, I'm going to come up with a new transition because I think I've said that like 10 times in a row now. We got a battle in the swamp. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Two Florida teams, but only one can win. I think when I look at this game, I see one team that is trending the right way while I see one that is trending the absolute direction right now. Jacksonville just three weeks ago was talking about number one seed uh, as a potential option. Now at eight and six, they're fighting for their lives to keep the division lead. It is a three-way tie right now. And that is not what you would have expected at one point when every other team in their division was 500 or below and they were six and two. As for Tampa Bay, they are trending up the right direction right now. They have won back-to-back games to get to seven and seven. They lead tank division, the worst division in all of football right now. Yes, at a 500 record, they are leading the division. I think that this is a very solid Buccaneers team, and I think they are playing some of their best football right now. As for Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence is visibly injured. He is hobbled. He is not playing well. And I think this is going to be an upset here. I'm going to take Tampa Bay to beat the Jaguars. I think that this will knock Jacksonville out of the postseason right now, for now. And Tampa Bay will solidify their spot in the NFC South. Moving on to our next game, we have the Chicago Bears and the Arizona Cardinals. And I will say this, I can't remember, I don't think I picked Chicago last week. I was thinking about it, but I think I settled with Cleveland. This week might be the first time in a while. I Oh wait, no, I picked the Bears against the Lions, yeah. I'm picking the Chicago Bears to win this one. This is probably the second or third time all season I'm going to be doing this. Um, The Bears came off of an absolute heart-wrenching loss against the Browns. Their slim hopes for a postseason run were killed in that game. And it was a meltdown. I mean, they blew a multiple point or a multiple score lead in the fourth quarter. And then they had a chance for a Hail Mary. It hit the receiver directly in the hands. And he bounced it right up to a defender to intercept the ball. That has to be uh, absolutely crushing. And the difference between that team winning and losing last week. Maybe the difference between BSing their way to a wild card game and seeing significant changes to the coaching staff and potentially the GM and potentially the quarterback. So that was a huge loss. Justin Fields still has to keep his audition going. He's got three weeks to prove that he's still the quarterback for this team. This will be a good opportunity to against a Cardinals team that hasn't been very good this year. I think if the Bears can finish 8-9, there's enough structure there for them to maybe run it back for one more season. If they lose this game to the Cardinals, though, expect heads to be rolling. Moving on to one of our final picks. we got a few left, but this is another one that I'm very excited for. This is going to be a Sunday afternoon game, Dolphins-Cowboys. I think the funny thing about both of these teams is that they're kind of each other, but in different conferences, the Cowboys flashy, high flying speed, all over the ball, always talked about popular team. They haven't beaten anybody good in the eyes of a lot of fans this year. Now I think the Cowboys are good. Yes. People are saying, Oh, they haven't beaten anybody. Well, you know what? They did beat the Eagles. They have beaten some solid teams this year. The Seahawks look to be a playoff contender. They have beaten good teams. Those same stale narratives are. Pushed by the media, though, could be said for Miami as well. They haven't beaten any team with a winning record this year. Anytime they've had an opportunity, Kansas City doesn't work. Uh, Buffalo lose by lose badly. They still have to play Buffalo again, and so it is funny to kind of see that these teams, and they're at the same record of ten and four. Whoever wins this team wins this game will not get any credit because oh, they did, they just beat the Dolphins or they just beat the Cowboys. They're frauds anyway. And the loser will be a fraud. It's funny how – and that's exactly how it will work at ESPN or Fox or whatever mainstream media outlet you watch. Um, I'm going to pick Dallas to win this one. I think they will get a bounce-back win against the Dolphins. Yes, it's going to be in Miami. But I think the Dolphins – or the the Cowboys are a warm-weather team and they struggle against Buffalo. I think they bounce back and play good enough to get a win against Miami. On to our next game, we got Broncos-Patriots. I'll keep this one short. New England, they just need to keep losing to get Drake May or Caleb Williams. As for Denver, your playoff hopes, they need to keep. Uh, you need to keep winning to keep those alive. And I think at 7-7, seven seven, you still have a chance for it, but it will be tough. I'm going to take Denver to win this one. I think they're a much better team than New England. Same thing with this next game, Kansas City. You have looked very shaky at times this year. You need to have a nice routing of this division rival that you're going to be playing in the Vegas Raiders. I think you get it done. I think the Chiefs are going to beat this team by double digits. I'm going to take Kansas City to beat the Raiders. All right, two games left to go. We got the the Philadelphia Eagles hosting Tommy two times and the New York Giants. It is actually interesting. It seems that Tommy DeVito is kind of done with all of the hey uh, paisano oh spicy meatball and and I'm honestly okay with it I think he just wants to go out there and play football and he's kind of tired of the character Um, I think that the Tommy DeVito era is already kind of coming to an end Philly this is your best opportunity to get a bounce back win after your third straight loss I think if you lose this game it is really scary Um, And I kind of want to just do a little tie-in real quick. Matt Patricia on the defense, that was not the right move. I I will tell you right now, that is not going to be working for you this year. Matt Patricia has been a train wreck in the NFL for any team he's gone to in the last five years. Take it from me, a Lions fan. Speaking of that, I want to do a quick, uh, remind some Lions fans. I am a Lions fan, and I have been hearing problems with our defensive coordinator, Aaron Glenn, for several weeks. At this point in the season, though, and with the success that they've had, you cannot move on from a, a coach like this without creating massive problems, especially with the success they've had. Lion fans that want Aaron Glenn fired, I'll just say this right now. Yes, the defense has struggled at times this year. Yes, it is also injured to all hell. Look at Philly right now with Matt Patricia. They just brought in another coach with three games left in the year. That is not a good sign. You don't want to be that. Even if the team is struggling, you got to write it out and then address it next year. So just reminding Lion fans, sometimes the grass is not always greener. Speaking of green, uh, I don't know if they're going to be wearing their Kelly green jerseys, but maybe they want to go back to that time because they were playing much better in them this year. I'm going to take the Eagles to win this game against Tommy two times, but I'm not sure if it's going to be um, a close one at all. I think Philly bounces back, and I think they'll win by probably a couple scores. And then finally, this is probably our real game of the week. I know I hyped up the Lions, but this has to be the real game of the week. And that is because we have the two best teams record-wise in football playing each other on Monday night, Ravens and 49ers. This is the first time in a while where I have been excited for a primetime game. I mean, this, this is huge. As for San Fran, they can keep their lead in the NFC for the number 1 seed if they keep winning these games. They already have the tiebreaker over Philly and Dallas, but Detroit could be the biggest threat to the number 1 seed right now. If they lose this game at 11 and 3, Detroit could bounce up and be the 2 seed next week and if there's another mess up by uh San Fran, maybe maybe Detroit steals the 1 seed. I'm being an optimist here. I don't think that's actually going to happen, but let's talk back to this matchup again. Baltimore They want to keep winning because they want to keep the one seed as well. You don't want to let Kansas City get back in there and win it. That wouldn't be fun. And I think that whoever wins this game most likely will have home field advantage the entire postseason run that they will go on this year. I'm going to take San Francisco because I think that they have been, I mean, what's not to say? They've been the most dominant team in football this year and they're at home. That's all you really need to think when it comes to this game. I'd say if there's one thing that Baltimore could do to cause a problem for San Francisco is if they could go on a long, run-heavy drive where it just eats up clock and keeps that defense out there and tired and gets that offense out of its rhythm, that might be the best way to beat the 49ers. The other way, I would think, is just getting to uh, Brock Purdy before he can get through his rhythm. If you can put pressure on Purdy to make mistakes, That's what got them earlier in the season when they were losing games to Minnesota and Cleveland. So let's see what happens. I'm going to pick San Francisco to win this one. When it comes to how many total points will be scored, I'll just put a random number, 56. There we go. So those are the picks for this week. We got Rams, Bengals, Bills, Colts, Seahawks, Lions, Jets, Packers, Browns. Buccaneers, Bears, Cowboys, Broncos, Chiefs, Eagles, and Niners. And wow, I have quite a few road upsets this week. I got the Bengals winning on the road, the Bills, Colts, Seahawks, Lions, Packers, Browns, and Cowboys all winning on the road this week. It's a hard thing to do in the NFL. Let's see if they'll do it this week. So those are my picks. If you really want to play along, I've been telling people all season long, I have a Max Sports Pick'em League on ESPN Fantasy. You can play along. As of right now, I'm actually tied for first place, so it'll be interesting to see who wins this one. You can join. You'll only be 15 weeks behind. Don't think that means you're going to be winning, but you can play along definitely if you would like. My name's Max. This has been Max Sports. Tomorrow, I think think tomorrow we're going to be doing the all-Christmas character football team. I have it all ready. I'm just deciding when I want to drop that for the world. I think it's going to be a really good episode, and I think a lot of people are going to enjoy it. So that's what we're going to be doing tomorrow, probably recapping Thursday Night Football as well. My name's Max. This has been Max Sports. I appreciate you all, and I will see you all tomorrow. Adios.